Um, we should probably mention real quick that uh, Kelsey is not on this particular recording because she is off completing her graduate thesis. Yay, Kelsey. Yeah, when, uh, what is the official day of... I can maybe podcast you guys in if you want. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. <laughs> so what I'll do... Guess what? Uh-huh. I will record a podcast live while uh-huh. she's talking, and then I'll send we, it to you. Are we going to live podcast Kelsey's graduate defense? Yeah. That sounds yeah, cool. like a running commentary sort of thing, like a mystery science theater style. Yeah. I'm sure that won't be distracting for her whatsoever. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. But we're going to be up in the... um. The equivalent of the, uh, uh, what it, where, where the announcers are during a baseball game. Uh, in the box. I see. We're oh, up in I the thought box. you were, you were, I thought you were referencing, like, the, the those Muppets that heckle. <laughs> <the other laughs> I thought he was referencing, too. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to WTBI, or What's the Big Idea? It's a podcast where uh, some relatively smart people talk about some relatively dumb things. We're taking home run swings in the dark on products, services, ideas, inventions, anything basically that we can make a buck on. Insofar as we come up with the idea, somebody else does all the sort of easy stuff, like manufacturing, marketing, selling. Distribution. Distribution. And uh, then we get a cut on the back end. Kelsey's oh god what do we today. do okay yeah, we, can't, we can't do anything now because there's no kelsey we can't go any further error in line four kelsey not found oh no we've lost our kelsey file the shitty python script that this, this podcast cannot compile correctly um yeah kelsey is in the phd chrysalis and she will emerge next recording as a beautiful doctor butterfly Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. But Good. for now, I'm John. I'm Jarrett. And I'm Mark. Um, yes, welcome. It is one of those episodes uh, for anybody. <laughs> so go ahead and who, shut it off right now. <laughs> who is a longtime listener of the podcast. Uh, as you may know, or may not, uh, the first, this, this started basically as us uh, getting drunk in my apartment in Baltimore and recording the dumb shit that we came up with um and then kelsey came on the show and made it so much goddamn as a highly positive influence (laughs) yes correct um we'll try to you know rein it in a little bit but not me we're gonna we're gonna time for the boys (laughs) he's gonna get real bad (laughs) you're gonna hear the thumping of beer cans (laughs) 
<laughs> you're gonna hear every movement that we make on the couch. We're gonna you're gonna hear every fear of <laughs> yep. all the coughing. John will go off on a tangent about some obscure celebrity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say something that I'll regret in two years. Uh. <laughs> oh boy, I really hope nobody ever has to hire me for anything. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> um yeah, pretty cool. So uh, I think we already went over how everyone's doing. Um But would anyone like to start us off with some garbo? Also, wait, sorry, hold on. Uh-oh. Uh, it's time for uh, errata. <laughs> Wait. Wait. <laughs> errata. Uh, oh, darn. I mean, okay. what? Good. 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 Um, so, it, one, uh, in the last episode, well, I guess, yeah, technically this would be the last episode. No, two episodes ago. Uh, I, oh, I see. Yes. yes. I... Mark's errata. Don't you dare apologize for anything. <laughs> well, no, because I got made, not made fun of. Well, I would say made fun of for it. And I want to just call attention to the fact that I'm an idiot. Uh, Mark got internet I... bullied. How do you... And we're coming after you, bully. <laughs> how, do you, how do you say the word? A-S-S-U-A-G-E. A sausage? A swage. <laughs> Who has sausages? One of them. One of you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I apparently had never heard that word spoken before and just read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I always just thought it was called, it was, uh, the way you pronounced it was a swash, uh, which is wrong. <laughs> it is only wrong if in you this, believe it's wrong. It's only wrong in the sense that no one knows what the hell you're talking about when you say it. <laughs> I just assumed he was saying massage and <laughs> just interpreted it that way. And a swage is a very specific kind of massage. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to think of it. Mark, it's yeah. only wrong in the sense that no human has ever said it or heard it that way <laughs> in the history of ever. That's true. Uh, so that's, yes. And then second part of the errata, I incorrectly stated that uh, and this is, I can almost guarantee that this is going to get cut. I, um, oh wait, I'm doing the editing. Yeah. I can do anything I want. <laughs> yeah. I incorrectly stated that the carvins in an aromatic ring are SP3 hybridized, when in fact they're SP2 hybridized, because SP2 has trigonal planar geometry as opposed to tetrahedral. Did someone correct you about that? No, I realized it upon re-listening. You know what else has trigonal planar geometry? Dick, <laughs> your your dick. Is it your dick? I was gonna say your mom, but oh, oh. that's that's inappropriate. <laughs> Jesus, John, just wow. Jeez, she she exists outside of a plane, a single plane of existence. Um, so not true. Uh, anyways. That that's done. Does anyone have any garbage that they would like to bring out onto the front lawn of this podcast and set on fire? <laughs> mm. Let us warm ourselves by the fire. Let us warm ourselves oh. by the. I've got one. Yes. 
Hmm. Bring yes, your tender continue. to us, child. Um, I'm gonna try out this voice for the entire podcast. <laughs> I hope that doesn't put you off, listener or co-host of the podcast, <laughs> that I'm just sort of taking this liberty with my voice. <laughs> I'm All the right. editor now. Oh, okay. yes, I am the all-powerful editor. Oh, I can do God. whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> all this In power fact, is going directly to my brain, and it's fucking me up. I think, John, I'm pretty sure Mark just deleted both of our tracks. And this yeah. is now just <laughs> talking. And you, it's going to get released, and it's like a one-act, or not a one-act, but like a one-player like Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> session where I play all the PCs and all the NPCs. And the DM. <laughs> All right, I've got a, I've got a garbage. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> is that Jared is taking special is, liberties is with that the fact the... that Mark has to listen to this later? That... You take that, Mark. You fucking take it. <laughs> Jared, how dare you? I leave you sweet notes sometimes when no, one, when my microphone is deafened and and uh. When the when the Discord channel when I've muted myself, I I say sweet things to you, and I don't know if you ever catch them. Um, I've caught one secret message, but I don't. I think it. Was I think that Dylan. was the only one. I think oh, I'm okay. referring to just that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't recall another time when I've done it. Gotcha. All right. Um. Okay. So. The idea, the garbage idea, is. Mm-hmm. Figments of your imagination. F I G, capital M I N T S. Of your imagination. Yes, of yeah. course. Yes, I got yeah. it. God damn it. I discovered oh. that I really love capitalizing the first letter and then some middle letter in one word, <laughs> <laughs> squishing them together. And anything that I write down like that, I put into my idea list. Mm hmm. Yeah. So um, I also, this is, this can be an edit on, if you want, you can take it out, but. Another version of this is figments of your imagination, but I don't gin with gin is another That's capital. A lot. It's yes. a lot, or it's a lot. it can be figments of your imagine and then nation. God, damn it, you can't just subdivide words. In the, ugh. All right. Yep. I, 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 it's the the figments. I don't have. That's fine. They're just. Mint flavored figs or fig flavored mints, mm -hmm. um, but of the the imagination part is what's throwing. What? Hold on. You're just gonna let a mint flavored thing go this time because Jared thought it up. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. No, no, no. This is cool, 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 cool. I, I listen. No, I I really enjoy mint mint flavored things especially uh, hot dogs or whatever the fuck you no. said last time <laughs> <sighs> okay john right. fair well well taken salient and well, salient and well put um so so what was your idea for figments sorry well mark mark doesn't like the imagination of, of it's not that i don't like it i'm just having trouble connecting like bridging those two concepts you know oh because it's for the imagination uh, is it for the imagination <gasps> okay from? well, well we're talking about it, the preposition is of 
Well, or it could be four. Like, it could be fig-flavored mints or mint-flavored figs that enhance imagination. imagination. Yeah. Mm. Or or dull it. No, no, I would go with enhance. This would be, like, a great tool for people who deal with um, creating fiction, right? Yeah, like getting over writer's or, block. Writers or uh, DMs for tabletop role-playing games. Yeah. Um, I would, oh god, there are so many times when I'm just like trying to come up with stuff for a campaign and I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't care anymore. <laughs> like, wait, well, well, what, if, what, if, what, if, pad. what if, what if we do both? It, it is for your imagination, but to, to maintain the phrase, a figment of your imagination, the way that the imagination gets into the figment is that it is your imagination. It's of your imagination. It's like you're storing imagination from times you don't need it or times that you will need it oh it's like the um uh it's like a it's okay it it is akin maybe maybe i'm completely wrong on this but like you know the the memory trick where you create a like a house or a a place inside yes inside of your head (laughs) where different pieces of information are stored Mm -hmm. so it in and of itself promotes memory like remembering re- promotes memories, yes. mm. so imagination is going to promote imagination in this case. Yes, yeah. So I'm thinking of it. I guess it could go either way, but I'm thinking of it as w- during those times where you need to focus and pay attention to what you're doing, but your mind is off and wandering. You have like a muse in your head pushing it in all these different nonlinear kind of so, divergent directions, and that just mm-hmm. that muse is what you pop a figment. And it, and it captures that and absorbs it into the figment. And then the next time you take the figment later, when you actually need to be like that, it'll, it'll promote those same musings as opposed so, to like actually storing the memories of the specific ideas. Interesting. I, I like all of that, except for the fact that you have to like take something. So what you... if it was a yeah. 1-900 number? <laughs> <laughs> you have to call someone yeah so you also what you is one nine hundred imagination <laughs> you call... <laughs> i'm glad you said that Jared. <laughs> when you have it? lots yeah. of imagination yeah yeah yeah. you call the one nine hundred number and you give your imagination to the operator <laughs> no one knows what that is <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> Call. You're losing people on call, first of all, and then you're losing the rest of people on on, on operator. Mm. No one's even left to wonder how you give your imagination to the operator. <laughs> they were so far lost at the idea of operator. So why is that? Why is that better? Because we can charge a dollar a minute. Okay. So now you're charging people for phone calls. What the fuck is the point of this podcast? <laughs> John, do you know when the last time someone paid for an individual center? phone call? <laughs> you got you got any uh, things that you want to give to Goodwill, Mark? Oh, you can't draw a parallel between giving to Goodwill and setting things on fire. (laughs) I mean, either way, they're gone out of your life and you never see them again. That's true, but one... Yes, no, one is beneficial and, yeah. The other emits hazardous fumes, which will haunt you later in life. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> Which gives you figments. Yeah. Um, so, not so much. This isn't so much a problem anymore uh, because I've severely cut my uh, alcohol intake. But um, the worst thing that can happen to a person is you are drunk and you want to drink more but you run out of beers or alcohol in general what was the beginning of the sentence the worst thing that can happen to you as a person okay i thought so yeah continue okay <laughs> good <just> so we're clear <laughs> good for- um, <laughs> so oh I, and this actually might already exist, and I just <laughs> I don't know about it. Here's the idea, guys. It's called more alcohol. <laughs> here's, here's the idea. It's called walk your ass to the fucking corner store. Um, no, no. Actually, it's more... I was thinking... I wrote it down, <clears throat> and I thought when I looked at it again, that it was just like an alcohol delivery service. Like, you call up... And I know that that's a thing, actually. Because, John, you and I have both done that. On multiple occasions, yes. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, what this is, it is a, um, oh, what's the word? Bespoke cocktail delivery service. <laughs> so it's, it's not just you get a bottle of whiskey. No, you get like a fucking bar, like a personal bartender oh, who okay. brings all of their own stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, like, bartends for the night, or however long you need them. Does that bartending include bartender talk? Oh, of it must. It <laughs> just like it includes polishing an empty glass for whenever you're not talking for, to them. For any extended period of time when they're not mm-hmm. pouring drinks. And the bartender, even though it, he's the, the even though they've come to your house, the bartender talks to you as if you frequent their facility, like their hey, bar. This is their business while they're there. <laughs> right. Yeah. God, that's so good. <laughs> Haven't seen you around here in a few days. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because I've been here. This is my house, Fred. My house. <laughs> I'm not paying you anymore. Why are you back? <laughs> I actually love this. So I I love this as a like a new age virtual reality video game. Um we're like maybe <laughs> wow. the service, you know, maybe it's not a real person. Maybe like you're getting drunk in VR with your VR buddies. Okay, continue. You you, you I have, have your, your, yeah, you we're got pivoting. your goggles on, but your mouth's free so you can still drink normally. Uh-huh. So you're getting drunk with VR goggles on and then you want this thing. So uh, a bot or a drone, a drone, a drone flies the drinks to you. But I mean, as what? you open the door, <laughs> what? bear with me. We're almost there. Is, it, is this in reality or VR? What you're describing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the drone's in reality. The drone is real. Okay. And it's bringing drinks. Because, you know, drones are like flat and look like a nice delivery tray, right? Mm-hmm. Except for the spinning rotors on top? Yeah, sure. Well, sure. Don't well, put your sp- hand through the tray. Well, well, if they're spinning fast oh. enough, that's just a flat surface. 
So. Jared is right. <laughs> they are. Uh, they spin so fast. They're undifferentiable <laughs> from a flat surface. You put your hand down. The blade is there, stopping you from putting your hand through. <laughs> That's so confusing a concept, but I'll let it slide. <laughs> um. And then, so as the as the drone knocks on your door. Um, mm-hmm. you walk to it with your VR goggles, but you don't see a drone. What you see is Richard holding a tray of drinks who then walks into your home and hands you one or offers you I, one on the tray. I see. But really, in reality, it's It's a just a drone in your house, yeah. Okay. So where's the drone getting the drink from? <clears throat> Wherever. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna need two drones. Just kidding. Just kidding. It comes from, but you know. I already said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it you know it can come from your favorite bar if you want. All right, <clears throat> cool. Do we need a name for this? Uh, I called it Gulp. Big gulp. That might not be the best. <laughs> name well, we could call it sip sip is good what if we called it sit and sip sit and sip that sounds like a 50s diner mm, that's true not that that's bad what if we no. call it speakeasy speakeasy is this a secret service well it's almost the opposite of a speakeasy right it's it's not Ew. having it's not having to go to a secret place to drink. It's being able to stay at home. At home and drink. Mm-hmm. So So mute hard? <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> I see what you did. <laughs> I think is drink is drink easy? Enough of a reference. I like Drink Easy. Drink That's Easy's great. The best possible name for it. <laughs> You've, my godson. Right. Done You've it. done it again. You've done it again. <laughs> my god. <laughs> you continue to extract the essence of funny from this detritus. <laughs> he might be the chosen one. He very well might fulfill the prophecy. <laughs> mm. All right. God, Good. Maybe. Uh, All right. Uh, anybody else have any ideas? Um, what if there were a karate school where it just taught you how to roundhouse kick? <laughs> <laughs> they call it roundhouse. In my mind, uh, it's so spe- it's so sp- it's created so specifically for this that like the actual structure of the teaching area <laughs> is made just for, it's just made yeah there's like there's like each kid is in a pod that is the perfect circumference to fit a perfectly arcing roundhouse kid. Because, like, if you can pull that shit off, no one, one, it prevents all future fights because, oh my god, no that guy can roundhouse. I don't want to get roundhouse. Yeah. And two, yeah, like, it's going to end any fight <laughs> before it starts if you pull it off. Okay. It's the only move anyone ever It's the best ever type needs. of MMA fighting ever. 
Right. Are we? Do we have a bunch of kids? Like, if we were, if we went to the dojo, or that's not karate, is it? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Why not? If we went to the place, <laughs> if we went to, if we went to the place, would we see like a bunch of kids with like really lopsided legs because you teach one <laughs> thing and one thing only, which is right. Standing. One's the pivot leg and you one stand, is the kick leg. Yeah, you stand on your non-dominant leg and kick with your dominant leg, and that's all you ever do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd have to be able to roundhouse from both directions. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah. it's versatile. Oh, so it's nice and even. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Your like core would be completely ripped to shreds because I imagine <laughs> that's where most of the energy comes from. Probably. And you just got those fucking noodle arms, but <laughs> you, you know, sure, your you arms know. become T Rex arms over it's time because like... you're just tucked into your body yeah. to aid in rotation. <laughs> but it's you're. Like... Uh, Anything belly button down just looks amazing. <laughs> Wait, only belly button down? Only, yeah, you so don't the use core, the upper but abs. Only the you bottom do not two use abs. the upper abs. You you have a three pack. So <laughs> that's not how that works. But yeah, you have a two point five pack. Yeah. Um. So okay. Two so, and two one halves. <laughs> two thirds pack. Okay, so we come in and we see a progression of students, some who clearly just started in their white belts, some who have been there for a long time in their black belts. Those have enormous legs. And I don't think they ripped... get belts, right? They don't get belts. How do we signify their level? Well, it's got to be something around the leg because everything's focused on the legs. Hmm. But we so don't maybe wanna... like your pant leg color changes. Okay. So anyway, we, sorry, keep going. Well, no, so so yeah, so we've got our, our our beginners and our experts. Experts, huge legs, ripped b- lower lower ab quadrants, right. flimsy flimsy arms that are like flopping in the breeze of the AC. And <laughs> what what are they? What are the what are the drills? Like what are the? There is one drill. One. <laughs> It's called fucking roundhouse kick. It's, it's called roundhouse kick with both of your I, legs altered, alternating. I I think I think for like rank instead of belts, I think it should just be the color of the pants of the blue right? jeans, right? No. <laughs> they are absolutely blue jeans. Actually, the Mark, I'm person... on I'm on Karate.com right now, and they say that uh-huh. blue jeans are the most efficient kicking leg wear. So, so if you ask Walker, Texas Ranger, they are I was just <laughs> God damn it, John. So I think blue jeans is like the highest. Yes. Right. That's the master like, rank. Right. Like you have normal like gi pants, like white gi pants at first. And then like okay. yellow, blue, green, whatever. And then like black. And then after black, it's like black with flames on them. <laughs> and then after that, it's like the American flag. Um. And then, like, yes. Uh, and then I think maybe there might be one in between the American flag and blue jeans, but then blue jeans at the top. Can, can I propose an alternative um, scale? Sure. You start with the shortest blue jean shorts acceptable. <laughs> okay. By our to... standards, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. And then as you rank up, your pants become longer. They okay. also become tighter. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. Because so the, the, perfect pair ex- of, the perfect pair of blue jeans is high waist, <laughs> thin legs, 
uh-huh. wraps around your cowboy boots perfectly. Wraps around or goes in? Oh, that's true. Is it inside? I'll have to rewatch it. Um, okay, well, hold on. Let's. We need to. We need to. We need to focus less on how we show what level they're on and start talk about. Start <laughs> the talking about the, the substance. How do we cultivate these phenomenal kickers? I say, day one, you come in. You're given a 120 pound pair of pants. These are your training <laughs> pants. You will never take these off until you've attained our top rank. <laughs> what if they're just really heavy shoes? What if it's extremely short shorts and very heavy shoes? That's okay. We can, yeah, we put all, we'll put all the weight at the end of the leg, at the end of the appendage <laughs> to really fuck up their knees. Perfect. Good idea. <laughs> what well, makes it's... you kick really hard too? Yeah. <laughs> God, it's so funny that, like, that's... We, we've we never done fucking anything in the martial arts. We've just watched Dragon Ball, and that's how we think training works. <laughs> Mark, I took a free two-week lesson of karate. <laughs> so, when I was... When I was six... When I was six years old. <laughs> and in those two weeks, they told me they had never seen someone... <laughs> They've never seen someone like you. They've never seen they someone. Ne- the quote from the master was, I've never <laughs> seen a child quite like you. All right. Cool. Um, Jarrett? Yeah. Do you have any ideas? I don't think so. Um, okay. I've got one that I can Yeah, is that the tagline that you came up with? No, I've got like an actual idea that I just oh. came up with cuz it's old and I never talked about. Okay. It. Uh this is called Moon Hooch. I can't. We have to have talked about this before. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. It sounds so familiar. I mean, there's a there's a genre of music that's very good. Oh. <gasps> Never mind. Moon Hooch is a band. Yeah, Moon Hooch is a band. band. Okay. This is actually kind of where that came from. Um, Really? You have an idea inspired by Moon Hooch? Yeah, it's Moon Hooch. Um. Correct me if I'm wrong, John, but Moon Hooch is a band that consists of a drummer, a, like bass saxophonist, and an alto saxophonist. I believe that's correct. Yeah, they're they're like a jazz. Sort it of. is the craziest shit you will ever it's hear. It's super good. Yeah. I believe the the bass saxophonist uh, on some songs puts an upside down traffic cone into the horn of his saxophone <laughs> oh, to awesome. modulate the sound in a that's weird way. That's hilarious. Puts what inside the horn? A giant orange traffic cone. Oh, I've to, seen that. To act as a mute. I've seen yeah. Moon Hooch. It's like a mute slash, um, like, yeah, it's like an open mute, essentially, mm-hmm. without, a, uh, without a stem. Moon Hooch... My idea was that this is, uh, it's like a whiskey, you know, like a, you know, a nicely distilled oak aged whiskey. Okay. That when you drink it, like during the daytime and, you know, in normal light, it's totally normal. Uh, if you drink moon hooch under the full moon, then something happens. I am so into it. Like, this is a fucking D&D 
Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, the next, yeah. The next bar that my characters walk into is going to sell Moon Hoot. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, it, but like, I guess what, what, what is the thing? Does it get more potent? Yeah. The fuller the moon? So, so that, I mean, that's a really fun idea. And from a magic perspective, fuck yeah, that's exactly what happens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So from, a, from a marketing perspective, I don't know, but I just love the idea that like, the drink is transformative under the full moon. Can we make it so that when the the way it's activated is that the slightly decreased gravity or the full, the pull of the moon's gravity overhead <laughs> affects the the moon hooch in your body like the tides. And oh, that, your humors, oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It yes, probably... the scientifically <laughs> established humors. Oh, the humor. The humor. Do you remember uh-huh. that class that we all took together during graduate school called the humors? <laughs> yes, during our our non-medical graduate school where we learned about the humors. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do like the idea of it changing under the under the full moon. I mean, it could be something as simple as like, well, I mean, moonlight is really just sunlight, right? Mm. I mean, yes, technically speaking, but it is reflected off of the moon. Right. <laughs> he said in the most obvious statement ever made. <laughs> but so that but that probably means that there's some unique aspect to moonlight, right? Probably. It's certainly a certain uh, spectrum of light that is different yeah. than directly from the sun. So maybe the drink is reactive um directly Does with, with it fucking glow in the moonlight jonathan yes yes oh yes it, that is absolutely my what needs to happen god can you imagine like midnight picnics with moon hooch Fuck it glows yes. like fireflies dude that should like, be like more like ethereal than like the myth around absinthe like it would just it, yeah. i was just going to bring up absinthe as an example like yeah a hundred percent like it would be so whimsical i guess right. would be yeah yeah it would be like uh, no, i don't want to say bioluminescent because that that conjures a lot of stuff um and maybe is imparsable for our non-scientific listener sure. base um, yeah like like uh yeah reflective or fluorescent or something yeah because uh, like when you put some stuff under a black light for example you get you know very bright whites reflected but right it would be like that but the liquid would be emitting this light yes and it would and it would be specifically the yeah the wavelengths off of the moon that is so dope 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 hooray i think that's like the first good idea i've had in a while so i'm pretty excited (laughs) i don't i think you're selling it (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying i yeah that one I was legit excited about. And I'm glad it can also be a uh, campaign piece in your D&D world. All right. So now that we've uh, talked about some ideas, we're going to go on to taglines, which is our segment where we've decided that in order to get a good product, you need an idea for the product, a name, and a tagline. So we're going to start with the tagline and work backwards from there. But today, John's going to give us our tagline. Today's tagline is brought to you by the Great British Bake Off. Because um, this was my favorite sentence that's been uttered on that show. I think I might know what it is. If your favorite sentence is my favorite sentence, but we'll see. I highly doubt it, 
Okay. Based on all of the other times we thought things would match up, and then you guys said, what the fuck, John? Why is that your favorite? Well, this, I think this phrase might be on brand for John, but. All right. I can't wait. I'll be honest about whether I guessed it or not. The tagline is, pudding is about to become a whole lot less pleasurable. Okay, I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that should be the subtext of the entire oh. podcast. <laughs> Pudding, Pudding is, a... is about to become a whole lot less pleasurable? Yes. Interesting. Can I, just for my own edification, Yeah. can I hear what you thought it was going to be? Yeah, it's actually related. Um, what's the the male co-host paul something paul hollywood, paul hollywood. in one of the i've early, seen the show like two times <laughs> in one of the <laughs> earlier episodes he says i think referring to some kind of bread pudding or something he says now that's a self-saucing pud john do you have anything to say about that no that sounds like a totally normal phrase <laughs> um i know we haven't used this phrase on the podcast in a while but uh it kind of sounds like a sex thing could be a sex thing even as a, a sex thing it's kind of un- unclear yeah i don't think it's that unclear. <laughs> <laughs> seems pretty clear to me seems pretty clear <laughs> um maybe if we say it maybe if we say it more like paul hollywood will understand it i <laughs> okay if you want to take a shot um <clears throat> is, is it is it does he have like a british scottish thing I have just... no idea. Again, now two that's episodes. That's a self-saucing put. Now that's a self-saucing put. John, you've watched the most. What's it? What is this? What is that? Was dead to? on. Yeah. Okay. Great, great. Great. That that was a perfect Paul Hollywood. All right. I'm gonna do one more for safety. Um, okay. <laughs> and then I'll do I'll do a Mary Berry along with it. Well, that's a self-saucing put there now, isn't it? Oh yes, he most certainly is, isn't it? <laughs> What's that, Mary? You have something to say about yourself so important. It's weird how we also sound the same. It's almost like John and Jared on their one podcast, isn't it? I love their podcast. It's WTBI, isn't it? It's one of my favorites. One of my favorites. Mark, why don't you chime in here? Why'd you go so silent, Mark? You know that, Mark. He's one of my favorite characters on WTBI, isn't it? (laughs) I think that's what the I stands for, isn't it? WTB, isn't it? What if it's just a pudding that never forms a skin? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do some people like the pudding skin? The pudding skin. Pudding skin. That's a good question. Is that actually like a an important part of the experience? I hope not. <laughs> well, I, I just don't know because like, you know the edge of macaroni and cheese in the baking apparatus like those edge parts sure those are my favorite parts oh on like a cake you mean what 
Moi. Ouais. <rire> John, 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 I'm almost convinced that like you have a like a script of phrases in front of you and you're rolling you're rolling randomly to determine what the next thing you say is going to be. You've got like somebody sitting next to you. Is Jared done talking? Okay, here I go. <laughs> here, here are your next three words not even wearing earphones you just have someone pointing <laughs> to you yeah i just have a red and a green light the red light goes on when other people are talking <laughs> oh my god <laughs> no but i but just don't like the crusty part of cakes Right. I mean, right. Sure. <laughs> but I, I mean, you know, okay, so you bring up an interesting point, John, because probably not on purpose, but you bring up an interesting point. <laughs> I'm not going to going to say that you've made a, an intelligent or autonomous decision here. I'll give you credit, exactly. But... Um, because there are some dishes where I like the edge, and there are some dishes where I avoid the edge. Like, uh, oh, sorry. Did you say macaroni? Originally? I said macaroni. I don't know. Did, what did you hear? What sounds like macaroni? Rhyme well, something no, I, with macaroni, I I, John. I think the back <laughs> of my brain heard that and immediately jumped a thousand miles over to cakes and <laughs> okay, other I sundries. Were, I thought maybe you went macaroni, macaroon, sweets, cake, but still, yeah. it doesn't. Anyway, um, also yeah. Jarrett. Yeah. Uh huh. Pepperoni pepperoni pepperoni's pretty good it's not a full rhyme but it is an end rhyme and a, a two last two syllables it's good enough for yankee doodle you son of that's a bitch true. wait yankee doodle talks about wait. pepperoni no he most certainly does not yankee sure? doodle went to town he had some pepperoni, pepperoni but instead he got something in his hat and called it macaroni <laughs> what damn it john <laughs> <laughs> I might be mistaken. Uh, um, yeah, so there are some dishes where I like the edge and some where I avoid it. So macaroni and any other baked pasta, I really like that edge piece. But like brownies, I don't want the edge piece. I want the middle piece. Really? Yeah. Mm. I love the crunchy brownie part. Okay. So yeah, it's I'm different person to person. Right. <laughs> uh, what about, I've never had puddin' skin. Pud skin, puddin' skin. You've never experienced pudding skin. skin. I've like seen a it, but gross I, nickname. I thought I was thinking skinless pudding could be the name of this. If we if we go in that direction, it could be the name of um. What if it's a what if it's a pudding that gets more alcoholic the more you bake it? Wait, more Ooh. alcohol? Do, do puddings have put? Does pudding have some alcohol? This one does. Hold on. Did you say? <laughs> did you say the more you bake it? Yeah, I mean, I guess, or just the more you age it, somehow. It's fermenting. Pudding. It's got yeast in it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So, less sweet, more meat. <laughs> we already have a tagline. So, now we're going to do a little products by association, the section where we take two-word phrases and transform them into beautiful... Uh, high profit margin <laughs> ideas. Your first two. 
of the day are frog button or lecture fairies. I like both of those. I also like both of those. Lecture fairies seems more obvious, but I don't know what frog button is. It's a button. Okay. Well, actually, you know what? Uh, Jarrett, you might also have some experience with this. Maybe. Okay. Depends. Um, when I was living in Alabama, uh, I was living close to a body of water. Yeah. And there were a fuckload of frogs. <laughs> <laughs> and at night, they're really, really goddamn loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a frog button could be like a button that you press and somehow the noise filtering in through panes of glass and drywall um, from the frogs becomes muted and you can sleep in goddamn peace for once. What if it's an, what if it's one of those Amazon Alexa buttons and you press it and Alexa starts emitting like the inverse sinusoid of those, uh, of those frog sounds. The, yes. Frog it could canceling. be noise canceling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Here's a, here's another idea. What if it's just mm-hmm. a button and you press it and to solve that problem, it makes the sound of an owl. And then the frog shut up. <laughs> Pretty good. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's really great. You, um, you you press the button and you hear, oh shit, 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 shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, guys, shut up, shut up, shut the fuck up. Yeah, we'll do one more and then we'll uh, we'll back out of here slowly with our arms raised. <laughs> I didn't see nothing. I didn't do nothing. (laughs) Pointing our guns at each other. Yes. (laughs) It wasn't me. John gets the front door. Jack gets the back door. I slowly fall out of a window on the side. We're all leaving. (laughs) Going our separate ways. Your second phrases. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. Your second phrases of the day are cannon toothbrush or ghost bird. Ghost bird? Ghost bird. Or cannon toothbrush. Cannon toothbrush is something I would, depending, I guess, be super. I just don't. It's just a brushing my teeth. It's fine. Whatever. It's not. It just takes time, right? Yeah. I feel you don't like... like you can't really do anything productive or even fun while you brush your teeth. I feel... so yeah. if you can brush your teeth in a f- fraction of a second with Canon toothbrush, uh-huh. you just set it up and you <laughs> just blast your whole mouth, fire it into your mouth. <laughs> What is blast it? that tartar? <laughs> Listen, man, I really couldn't tell you. It's probably like microbeads and toothpaste. Oh, good. <laughs> if it's small, it's very fine sand. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I feel like both of these products could accomplish the same thing. Um, ghost bird and ghost cannon bird. toothbrush yeah so I, mark just told okay. us about what cannon toothbrush is there so jared yeah. before you start there's this thing in jazz music where um you'll be listening to it and the performers will like 
basically play themselves into a corner. Uh-huh. And then it's fun to try and see how they get themselves out that's of it right. and whether or not they're successful. Yeah. Here we go. And beep that's kind of how I feel what this beep is beep right beep now. Beep, 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 skid up a two. Here we go. <laughs> um, are you familiar with, I think there are two, two places this happens at least. One is with whales and small fish. And the other mm-hmm. is with hippos and these birds that will sit inside of their mouth. Well, they, they'll just leave their mouth open while they're like in, oh. the, in the lagoon. And they'll just He's open their mouth and change. leave it open so they can cool down. And uh-huh. the birds fly into their mouths because they know they're safe. And then they just start picking food out of their mouths because it's mm-hmm. good for them and it's good for the hippo. I think mm-hmm. some whales also have fish that go into their mouth and clean their mouths. I don't really know. But <clears throat> ghost bird. What a ghost bird. It's like the opposite end of the spectrum that Mark set up with cannon toothbrush, which is <laughs> all at once very painful. <laughs> then on the other end, we've got all day long, you never mm-hmm. notice. Mm-hmm. You've got little, little birds. They're tiny, non-corporeal birds uh-huh. in your mouth. In your mouth. That are pecking away, constantly cleaning it. Constantly okay. cleaning. Picking the debris. Ye- yes, yes. I don't know. I, I imagine, well, actually, I could not tell you what the inside of a hippo's mouth looks like, save for some tusks. Uh, like, I don't know if they have molars. Uh... They have very round teeth. Except for the front ones. They've actually got some, like big fucking chompers up front yeah they, like they biting the heads easily off easily kill most things <laughs> um, yeah i think they eat no, mostly um they eat mostly vegetation though right i don't know yes yes they are they are herbivores but like okay. they can de- defend themselves like crazy right so they've got think, the, the big teeth yeah. for attacking and i think they've got chompers in the back for grinding okay so so they do okay yeah, well they got maybe those, that like, would work yeah I'm just having a hard time imagining like the beak of a bird being an effective tooth cleaning tool, mm-hmm. right? Because we don't have spears that we, you know, clean our teeth with. We have, we tooth have toothbrushes. We have toothpicks. Yes, and in the case picks. in this in the scenario where you have food stuck between your teeth, uh-huh. yes, ghost birds would be a perfect solution. Right. But in order to get like plaque and tartar off of the surfaces, mm-hmm. the rounded flat surfaces of your teeth mm-hmm. uh i don't know that a beak is gonna do it well they're what about that's... like a hummingbird beak though what is what? the difference with well, that they're super you, narrow you... they're, they're super thin why is that i thought we were going for bra- i was going to propose a duck bill kind of thing that scrapes the tooth. Oh, i, I mean if the like hummingbird pick sort of thing oh if it used if a hummingbird used its tongue <laughs> if it just lapped up <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is okay so you eat lunch you're at school you eat lunch you're like oh that was great I did not I like was super messy about that you take a little a little like 
container out of your pocket that's like the size of a Coke can. You pop off the lid, and a bunch of birds shoot out of it. You open your mouth to cool down, fly into your mouth, and then you just keep them there for like an hour, two hours, three hours. As they lick your teeth, they lick your teeth. Long tongues. They peck in between. Well, there are like different kinds of birds in there, right? You've got the lickers, Mm. you've got the peckers, and you got the scrapers. Mm-hmm. What part of this is so confusing? <laughs> no, it's not confusing so much as it is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Abject body horror. Oh, I think that's a good spot to end it. Uh, <sighs> yeah, it seems decent. Yep. Two to four. Well, thank you, everyone, for coming and listening to this podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. I think we're up past, like, 1,500? More than wow. that? Jeez. Jarrett? Uh, oh, listens? Um, yeah. I am not sure. That sounds right to me. Okay. Well, we'll just say that is the case. And if it's not, I'm a liar. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could, uh, because we don't advertise any other way other than, you know, Twitter and Instagram. If you could tell uh, a friend or a loved one or um, whomever, uh, somebody cool, though, not yeah just not no no lamos um <laughs> about good god damn it mark uh about no dweebuses. Uh, this podcast no dweebs um, if you could tell yeah coming from three fucking phds um about this podcast we'd very much appreciate it uh if you have an idea uh that you want us to talk about we'd be more than happy to you can contact us at uh the WTBI podcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet if that's easier uh, at uh, the WTBI podcast. I think that's right. Right, John? Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, just real yeah. quick, just a, a very quick side note to the kind listener who sent us in a question. I am saving it for next week when all of our uh, hosts are back because I think it'll be the most fun with all four of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they didn't. They didn't right in to hear us three dinguses talk about it um yeah they don't want to be associated with the tooth fairy or whatever we came up with uh again apologies for the uh the short roster uh this this time around but our our dear co-host is in the final throes of the death throes of her phd yes (laughs) so uh next time you listen uh listener there will be four doctors on this podcast full strength four which means that everything from this podcast will be ideas recommended God, to you by four doctors. God damn it. That's a If we didn't already have like eight taglines at the beginning of this goddamn podcast, <laughs> that would be one of them. Um, what is the new tagline? Recommendations something about by doctor four recommended. doctors. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, now that we have four, we can be four out of five automatically. Four out of four doctors <laughs> recommend. Yeah. <laughs> shit i might have to redo the intro now that's really good (laughs) yeah thank you very much once more and uh uh i've been john thank you i was Jarrett. uh a long time ago (laughs) i was mark but no longer no longer the memory of mark has been lost before the ages (laughs) It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Been Anyways, a mark around here for some fifty odd years. <laughs> you can't go up there. <laughs> we will see you next time. God damn it. Bye. 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 I went too high on that one. <laughs>
Now we we haven't said this phrase in a long time. But Hold uh on. there's a helicopter flying over my house. Wumpa 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 starting to think that none of you have ever seen or heard a helicopter. I am a helicopter here I come. There are a bunch of wumpa wumpa rumpers circling. Wumpa rumpers have surrounded my house. Wumpa 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 wumpa. <laughs> They're descending on my home. <laughs> uh, see, this is the point where Kelsey would say, "Stop! I don't like this," and we would move on, and this would get cut. But instead, dear listener, you're gonna fucking hear about Wumple Lumpers. <laughs> what, John? Have you been diving into the moon hooch? <laughs> yes. <sighs> okay. Continue. Yes, Jared, uh, please continue. No, you were going to say something, John. It was about self-sauce yeah. and pud. And then, you, oh, we haven't used this phrase in a while. Yeah, that's what you started uh, with. Oh, yeah, I was going to say it sounds like a sex thing. but oh. Can can you do the whole thing, though, so I can edit it in a way that makes sense? <laughs> wumpa, 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 wumpa. <laughs> 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 um, the quote... Uh. From Paul Hollywood, in some early episode of The Great British Bake Off, was... Wumpa lumpa lumpa lumpa. So help me Christ. 